Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Oh, hi. My hey. name is Mark, and the other two voices that you heard hey. were Miles. Hello, Miles. Can you speak so people know who you are? Hello. And uh, Jackie, can you please speak? Hi. Okay. I think they got it. I figured uh, it out. And this is a podcast about the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure TV anime that started in 2012 and is ongoing. Uh, we've covered JoJo, uh, all of the anime, all of the OVAs, and some live action stuff like the movie and the TV drama. But today, we are not going to be covering JoJo's because we've covered it all and we're in between seasons. If you want to hear us talk about all of the past seasons in a strange order, <laughs> you can go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod. Uh, as we wait for the anime adaptation of part six, which will be Stone Ocean, uh, we've been watching other anime recommended by our listeners or chosen by one of our Patreon supporters. And today we are going to be covering Otakoi Love is Hard for Otaku, or Wotakoi, if you want to pronounce the W. I'll go into it later. Um, also, just some news that uh, coming up is going to be Anime Expo Light, which is, I think it's the only anime expo this year, which the light means it's streaming. Where is it? Well, it's only on the internet, baby. Oh, okay. Is it free? $5. Oh, we can go to that. We can do that. I already bought a pass. For me? Well, for us. We live in the same house. What about Miles? <sighs> I guess I'll buy a pass for Miles. We gotta use the Come pa- on, Miles. We gotta use the Patreon. Well, well here's here's the reason really is not wait, for the wait, Miles, can you make it? What is this? <laughs> All right. Well, specifically uh, let, let me explain. Is the reason I don't necessarily care about the entire thing, because it's it's over the panel itself is July third and fourth. But uh what there's panel. Sorry. The show, the the overall expo is July third and July fourth. Okay. But there's a specific panel. That is about David production, which will include talk about Record of Ragnarok and JoJo's. Um, so the JoJo's Anime Expo Light special program will be uh, at 7.30 Eastern time on Saturday, July 3rd. Mm, 7.30? I'm going to a barbecue that day. I can't make it. <laughs> okay. Miles, do you want to watch it with me? On su- Sunday night? Saturday night. I'm going to be... I'm also away. Miles is going to a different barbecue. I'm being left alone by... <laughs> it's, it's a holiday in our country, Mark. July 3rd? No, it isn't. Why don't you read the flag and learn when we were independence, Miles? Yeah, but it's, you know, we get the whole weekend to celebrate. Okay, well, for anybody who actually gives a shit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure... <laughs> Whoops. On 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern Time... There is going to be a special program about Stone Ocean and the official, I think, Lucky Land or JoJo account says, make sure to keep watching until the very end. Ooh. And on Twitter, they said there may be an announcement of some kind. Ooh, I hope they tell us when it's coming out. Yeah. Well, all the jokes on Twitter, are people are like, maybe we'll get a second PNG. Mm-hmm. Like a, just another fucking static image will be on screen. Uh, but I think they're being all negative Nancy's. And I think mm-hmm. they'll give us something that is technically new and counts as... An announcement and therefore i will be happy okay even if they're like here's a drawing of you guys thought i'd tell you another character name but i'm not going to jackie and miles you got you got fooled okay here's another drawing of insert makes you happy name here i am happy um well you can while i'm while i'm at the barbecue enjoying 
the barbecue, you can text me. You can text <laughs> me if I'll, any. I'll call you like happens. a psycho on a real phone call and be like, Jackie, Jackie, oh my god, <laughs> it's coming out. Fucking twenty twenty two, probably right. We all know it's not coming out. I don't know. I'd love it to come out in the fall. I'd love it to. Um, I'd love to uh, hear about other voice actors. You know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a voice actor nerd now. I'm not good at it because I don't remember names, but I can get there. Okay. Um, back to format here. Um, also, Miles, how have you been? Have you watched any anime since we last spoke? I watched one more episode of Tresse. How was it? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I think that's it. Okay. Jackie, have we? And this anime. That's true. Have we watched any anime besides this one? I don't think we have, right? Not recently. We kept watching Death Note for we, a little while. We did but... watch some more Death Notes. We saw stuff about Ray Penbar and Ray Penbar's wife. We finished that arc pretty much. Ray Penbar. I think she's a fiance. Oh, true. Well, whatever she is, she's she was none of those things by the end of the first episode of that arc. You know what I'm saying? And she's not a lot of things. Well, after the second episode, she's not a lot of things. Spoilers for the show that came out fucking fifteen years ago. <laughs> we don't. We don't really specify minor what, character. What's they happening. know what's up. Yeah. Uh. All right. Is that enough chit chat? Is that enough small talk? Are <laughs> I we guess. all friends? Okay. Yeah, I think that was some good chit chat. Thanks, Miles. It means a lot coming from you, master of sentimentality. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so before we we talk about Wotakoi or Otakoi, first we need to take a stop. In our conversation comiket, our conversation convention. By that I mean we are going to gather ourselves and our listeners into one smelly convention hall where we read their emails out loud. Mm -hmm. It's all a metaphor. No one's getting snatched. Everyone listening who wrote in, don't freak out. You can stay at home and just listen to this podcast. Listeners send emails to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com and we read them. For the most part, sometimes we might skip them. Sometimes we abridge them. Sometimes we make fun of you. But most of the time, we're nice and we appreciate the things that you say. We try. But now you know the entire gamut. We're going to get like no emails next week. (laughs) (laughs) This first email is from Talia. And the subject line is Gogo's Bizarre Experiments. So I saw Trace and I agree with Sailor Scout Jackie that her two henchmen twins are the ones from the flashback. Also, I find the, the main lead boring. She's stoic and business and not much else. Uh, so even though I love the uh, setting, the detective parts of it are kind of boring. Um, the audience can't guess what's going on or who the culprit is going to be, uh, which is usually the fun of a detective show. Uh, yeah, and Talia makes a good point here. I think that because it's a lot of fantastical elements, like we don't know the rules, so mm. we can't really do deduction that way. Mm. So we just True. have to sit there and wait. But yeah, if they stop to explain all the rules of it, it would be boring. Yeah, yeah, I think it would just be like a lecture. Um, Talia says, yes, they can see that it reminds us of Constantine, but reminded Talia more of the new Wonder Girl, Yara Floor. Uh, she's from the Amazons, uh, but a different tribe than Wonder Woman's. She's from Brazil. Uh, So her comic mixes Brazilian folklore into the modern setting, the way this show mixes Filipino folklore into modern setting. Also, Yara Flor is literally created by a Jojo, Joelle Jones. 
And the animation reminds Talia of the boondocks. Uh, the reason the third episode was good was because we got to see personality from the characters outside of business. I think that's probably true. All mm. of the, the humanness that we saw. Uh, and Talia suggests that the oncoming storm reference or whatever probably has to do with Ramona and the war god dude. Uh, and uh, also suggests that perhaps the uh, the goblin Nuno is going to betray Oh, uh, Alexandra. I don't just, know if that's quite true. These are just predictions. But it, well, it, well, it says those are my bets. Okay. So thank you, Talia. I will take that bet because I don't agree with you. Mm. But well, someone's got to watch it all to find out. Miles, you, Miles are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to finish it. Is episode four? Does episode four contain Nuno the sewer goblin betraying Alexandra so far? Not that I know of. There is a betrayal, but I don't know who's behind it. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Twists and toins in twice <laughs> Miles, should I have called the last episode Mabuhai? Yeah. I think that Is was that a really corny opportunity. All right. I called it Tabi Tabi Po. What's Mabuha? I don't know what it translates to directly. Miles, do you got it? Mabuhai? Yeah. So like glory to? I don't even know. It's just like a polite thing to say <laughs> oh it's polite it's like you could say mabuhai ang pilipino mabuhai. and it means like yay filipinos i okay. i don't i think but it, apparently it's not really used in conversation mm. it's like if you said vive la france to like a french person they'd be like okay <laughs> like um, we learned the tagalog word for like goodbye in Rosetta Stone, and I said it to my mom, and she was like, "Nobody says that." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> what do people say? They just go like "sigi," like which is like "okay." <laughs> <laughs> you say "bye" by just "okay." <laughs> well, okay. you know, they say like in in Japan they say "jane," which means like like yeah. "well then" kind of thing. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was wrong, by the way. It's "mabuhai ang Filipinas," and it comes from the root word "buhai," which means life. Mm. So it's. Yeah, it's kind of like long live. Mm. Miles, you were going to say something. Was I? Maybe not. I think I said my piece. All right. See you guys later. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um, Jackie, why don't you read this next one here? Okay. This next email is from Sunset. Subject line, Trissy is great. Okay, so we got one, <laughs> we got one email from someone who didn't like it. And now, Tresse is great. Hello again, JJB Pod team. Thank you for your last episode. I started Tresse yesterday, finished it this morning, and it's great. For spoiler, for spoiler reasons, I won't tell anything, but don't close the last episode when the ED comes up because there is a short scene after it. All, all in all, it was a fun watch coming directly from Castlevania, which is another good bloody Netflix, Netflix anime. You asked if Haganai was poorly made and no uh, it's just those kids who are dumb and it makes me cringe all the time minor example um, there is one character who gets way too turned on by something strange to get horny from mm. that's it no questions today but a joke when you watch Jojo part 6 on weed is it stoned ocean then mm. you're probably number one Pretty German good. fan sunset Numa eins Deutschfan. Nice. I don't know if you are... I mean, look, you're a German fan, and I'm glad that you're a big German fan, but we do have other German listeners. Do we? Yes, we do. Okay, well, 
I know this. But uh, yeah, I would say it is. Well, the, they have to fight sunset to, to figure it out. Oh, shit. Who's, How can you fight who's... the sunset? <laughs> you can't even fight the moonlight. Mm. Um, I would say part six is called Stoned Ocean and it stars Droline. You know? Droline. Mm, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Droline Kush. I, I don't get it. What's Dro? Kush Joe. Is that something? It's short for hydroponically grown weed. So people sometimes use dro to refer to marijuana. Mark, you know so many things. In high school, one of my friends smoked pot 24-7. Another one grew pot. Everyone I knew loved marijuana, except this guy. Miles. Miles was not not, uh, smoking that that good good. I think, I think. That's true. You had like, I feel like half your friends were not pot smokers i was exaggerating a little bit i had plenty yeah. of sober friends eh, yeah. like one or two yeah anyway uh miles would you like to read this email from chad oh yeah this email as you said is from chad the subject line is geeks need love too aloha jjb pod ohana this week's show whether you liked it or not was a welcome palate cleanser after four straight weeks of way more intense stories Personally, I like the show based on at least the first three episodes, and I'll be adding it to my ever-growing watch list. Here are the JoJo voice connections I managed to find for Wotakoi. The red-headed supervisor Taro Kabukara shares his voice with part two JoJo, young Joseph Joestar. Nice. Ah. Um, and he has some other ones from further than the first three episodes. There is Koichi. Uh, mm. There is Gaccio from La Squadra di Escusione. Oh, Angry Ice Boy. Uh, Devo the Cursed. And the Asian Man from The Spoke Rohan Kishibe. That's me, actually. Oh. Um, as always, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. Um, and Chad says, P.S., Really hopeful that this live stream event on July 3rd gives us some Stone Ocean info, right? Right, Mark? You'll be watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll report in. I don't know. I might, if I can figure out a way to, I don't know if I can restream it anywhere. That seems illegal. If I can stream it, like just the audio, you know, and just sort of react to it. You should do, um, after the panel, go live on Twitch and talk about it. Talk about your thoughts. Uh, Maybe. I guess it depends because like what if they don't really say anything? They are just like, here's another fucking JPEG. Is this going to well, be in English? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. You, well yeah. you know it, what they're it, saying. It'll, it'll definitely be translated because it's Anime Expo, which is usually in California. It's an American okay. event. California. Yeah. PPS Hey Hunter. <laughs> Does it really say that? Yeah. yeah. Listeners, please do not communicate with one another via correspondence. That's right. uh, Convention corner, whatever the fuck. It's a one-way street, baby. Yeah. You could have intercepted that, quite frankly. Yeah, but that's true. I but guess I think it was it was good because we issued this this warning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry right. to make you a cautionary tale, Chad. Those were emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can send emails there if you want us to talk to you. If you want us to answer your emails, uh, you could technically send emails about JoJo's or other shows to other email addresses, but we don't check those. You know, if you email your dad a bunch of questions about JoJo, we can't help you. So JoJo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com is really the way you want to go. Uh, I mentioned it briefly earlier, 
We also have a Patreon. Because of course we do. We're a podcast. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show and get access to the Patreon-exclusive feed, which includes Miles's newsletter of cultural references and yeah. Song of the Week, the occasional uh, extra content usually made by me in a uh, Valve time-like schedule. And I, nothing from me. I don't know if that, that, that reference makes sense anymore. Nothing from Jackie, but that's good. It keeps your expectations at the appropriate level. Um, and yeah, that's only a dollar. For heaven's sake, it's just a dollar and helps with all of our costs. We have so many. We owe $10,000 for renting this podcast studio. I've already Every... lost a kneecap to the podcast mafia. Yeah, it. Uh, we really shouldn't have gone in with those guys. Now we're on Anchor, but the previous people, they collect. We were like, yeah, 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 we'll get you your money. What are you going to go to Miles' house? Here's his address. And they, <laughs> they took it. And Miles, I am sorry about that. I uh, I wish there was something we could do. I have others. Oh, okay. Weird. Uh, for $3 a month, you will support the show even more. And we will also say thank you out loud right here, right now, like so. Okay. We would like to thank Lord Zendar. Robin. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Dylan. Nocturnal. Leah. Mr. Jackpot. Caden. Nick. Josh. Austin. Tim. Tyler. Michael. Christian. And Chad. Chad. Oh my thank God, thanks. All. Yeah, oh my God, thank you so much for supporting the show. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> We always end up making it seem sarcastic, but I think it's, <laughs> it's just it's just awkward and it's fun to riff. Uh, we do appreciate your support. It means that when we when we tell people we have a podcast, we've been doing it for years. People are kind of like, "Oh, wow!" But then you're like, "Yeah, we have a Patreon. People give us money." They're like, "Oh, wow!" They blink at twice the rate. Their eyebrows go even higher on their head. When you tell them it's anime, they're like, "Oh, oh I don't tell them it's anime." <laughs> oh, cool. oh, you don't? No, I leave that right out. Oh, I should not tell them that. No, I'm kidding. Of course I do. Okay. I don't give a shit. I'm usually wearing that. I uh, I'm head to toe in that ahegao print, you know, where it's just anime babes like with their tongues out. Uh, I I stay dripped in that. It makes nobody uncomfortable. Going out in public like that is fine. Well, I I had some friends over the other day, and one of them was like, "Um, so is are is your husband also an otaku, or is it just you?" Because <laughs> they saw like some I don't know Japanese stuff around our house. Mark's a jock. And yeah, I, I said, actually heard I that. Said it's, I said it's all of us. <laughs> it's both of us. I heard that conversation because you were in the basement with the door open. Yeah. And I was wondering if you were going to be like, oh, he's the fucking nerd. Like, I'm not I'm not all that into this shit. That's that's him. No, it's 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 OK to be a nerdy. Yeah, I wouldn't characterize us as otaku. Uh, I would be OK with the label personally. I don't think I don't think I wouldn't I wear it on my sleeve, but. I think maybe maybe you know more than I do. I feel like I don't really know enough to be a nerd. Mm. Yeah, we're so you don't ignorant. notice. <laughs> yeah, I constantly compare everything in our lives to anime, and I say it out loud. So I don't know how <laughs> you haven't labeled me with such a term. But yeah, again, if you're interested in helping out the show and maybe getting some extra content, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/JJBPod. Uh, let's take a short break. I need to get some seltzer. 
And then we can talk about Wotakoi. Back in a minute. Alright, this week we are going to be talking about Otakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku, or Wotakoi, it's got a W. Mm. Tell Wotakoi. me about this title, Mark. Uh, in Japanese, it is Otaku ni Koi wa Muzukashi. Mm. Uh, so, Miles, the term otaku has traditionally been spelled with uh, just the vowel O in Japanese, but the term kind of like got attention in the 90s, I guess, and became reported on, and then real otaku felt like it became too normieized, or maybe they didn't like the otaku killer because there was somebody who oh. was a huge otaku who killed a few people. Wow. But I think they were more like against all the normies being like, I'm an otaku, and they're not really that hardcore. Yeah, they're just like watch anime or something. Yeah. What's like with all whole... this gatekeeping? Well, that's what nerds do and it's fun. Yeah. Anyway. They're like, well, I'm the real nerd and it's hard. Yeah. Um, so they started spelling it instead of instead of using the O kana, they started using the wo kana. But uh there's no wo sound in modern Japanese. So you just whenever you see the wo uh one of the wo particles, you just pronounce it as o, which we see in like the Evangelion movies is spelled Evangelion technically. Well, but mm. you don't say it that way. Is it a um, reference to Joey Lawrence? Whoa. <laughs> what? I, I don't get that. <laughs> I get it, Miles. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm only thinking of Joey Lawrence. Is that the lady actress? No, Joey Lawrence is a boy. Oh. Whoa. I don't even know what show he was on where he said. I thought Whoa. it was a black rock. There was reference. there was brotherly love and then there was was he on Blossom? I don't know. Ah, he was on Blossom. Was he? Okay. Anyway, Mark, it, he said whoa. Okay. Whoa. That was like a catchphrase. It's not like what's new pussycat? No, Mark. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. It's not like Black Rob. What I th is, I think I he know. had a song called Whoa. Okay. It's not like uh, Sierra? No. Maya? Maya has my love is like whoa. Yeah. That works. Is That's the what whoa that of. move where you're like. I don't know what you're doing. It looks like you're a cat trying to get into a fight. Listeners can't see you. It's Miles sort of like making fists with his palms towards the camera and shimming them up and down in front of the Listeners, like a look circle. up the whoa dance right. move. What if he nailed it? Anyway, so Wotaku, or rather Wotakoi, Otakoi, uh, is an anime, surprise, surprise, that I closed the window for, I believe, what was it, 2018? Fuck it. Uh, it came out in the spring 2018 season. It ran for 11 episodes. It is over. There is no mm. second season or anything that we know of. Um, it was uh, produced by A1 Studios, or A1 Pictures, rather. A1 Sauce. It was produced by a steak sauce company. Um, no, A1, who did uh, Sword Art Online and Darling in the Franks and uh, what the fuck? Edo Manga Sensei, I think I've talked about that on here. Uh, and it's based on a series of online manga. Like, I think it's manga that was uploaded to Pixiv, a Japanese like art sharing website uh, that came out in 2014. So I believe, though, it did uh, get like physical hard copy releases. Uh, so it was very popular. And uh, yeah, they made it into an anime a few years ago. Uh, and just to give a brief synopsis here. Uh, let's see here if I can make this simpler. I don't want to read like having slept through all four of her alarms, blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, it is about a woman who is starting a new job. She's late for her first day of work. And she's like, I hope none of my coworkers find out about my dark secret that I am a nerd, specifically a nerd who is into uh, gay porn manga or gay romance Yowie. manga, rather. Yowie. Uh, and then, but it's of course- It's not porn, right? Some of it is. Oh. But it's, 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 uh, it's just, it's romantic. It's, it's uh, is it like a love story. Would you it's say? It's like a love story. We all say that. It's like, uh, I feel like it's, uh, I mean, not that I've really looked at much of it, but my understanding is that it's like, um, like, you know, when you watch a show and you're like, ooh, will they, won't they? And there's like a, like a tense moment and they're like really close to each other. It's like, I think it's a lot of that where like, like they like each other or they don't like each other and like you kind of ship them, but like it's, and it's romantic, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it gives you the tingly feelings when you watch it. Mm. Yeah, apparently it's usually not pornographic. Yeah. But whatever. But you can, you, I mean, you can also find hentai that is, you know, boys on boys and girls. Oh, and yeah, girls you can find that. that. And I think it would be called the same thing. It would be like yaoi porn, yaoi hentai. Yeah. Or they also called it boys love or, yeah. or BL. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, I read boy BL manga or something. Um, yeah, and she actually, they use the term uh, on her, uh, which is fujoshi, which I think literally translates to like rotten woman or something. Mm. It's like sort of a negative term, but a fujoshi is a woman who's into BL. Yeah, rotten girl. You don't really see that as a thing in the States. Like it seems to be popular-ish in Japan, but... You mean not specifically fans of manga? You mean Like girls, girls who are like into media or, or porn that's like boys on boys. I feel like that's that's or at least you don't hear about it in western cultures i mean maybe it came out of like the because you know like not a lot of like straight girls right because these are straight girls usually. i don't know i don't know if that necessarily counts i don't i don't know if it's part of the definition okay um, well because I, I feel like a, a lesbian wouldn't want anything to do with two boys together <laughs> like oh fair enough <laughs> that's like nothing like i'm not interested in any of that you know um, yeah, and it's it's possible that the reason why is because there's just a, a bigger like fan industry, you know, over there like doujinshi. So I wonder if perhaps that's where this uh, this came from, you know, that because like a lot of big companies anywhere in the world they don't want to touch, um, you know, homoerotic stuff. Mm-hmm. So perhaps in Japan because they have comic hat and they have like you know less mainstream uh, artists and outlets, it mm-hmm. was easier for that kind of fandom to form. Mm. But I don't know. Maybe there's a cultural reason as to why it's so prevalent. Uh, mm. But that's not that's not what this show is about. Uh, Wodakoi is just about uh, a woman who's starting a new job. She's into all that stuff. She is an otaku. Uh, and she's like, I hope nobody finds out. And immediately her cover uh, is blown. Mm-hmm. And she has to deal with being an otaku while starting a new job and interacting with other otaku and regular people. Yeah, but also like it's not just her. There's other friends that she makes that are also otaku. Yeah. She kind of finds out that there, there's more of her than she thinks. Yeah. Out there in the world. And they're all different kinds of uh, otaku. Yeah. Which is nice. It's true. This is the effect you and I are talking about earlier today where we were like, sometimes if there's a teen show and they want to show like all of the hot button teen issues, each mm. kid has their own like serious... Mm teen issue and in this case her office maybe could end up like everybody's a specific kind of otaku 
Well, that's one way to do it. But because yeah. we were also talking about the teen dramas where it's like, you know, there's like eight characters and in like, you know, 50 episodes, everybody has a different thing. So like, like each episode, there's a different problem. But let's oh, like so, this, oh, so they have multiple things. Each yeah, of them. like like today they have a drug problem. Tomorrow they are anorexic. The next day they're abused by their parents and it's like wow this same person has a lot of problems but it's because they want to touch on all of the different like you know uh taboo issues yeah and all the different stories and all the different situations and like how to handle it and stuff because it's kind of like an after school specialty kind of thing yeah and it's like um like why, why why do these kids have so many problems like but i there are other shows that do it better where instead of it like each episode there's a issue of the week instead of that it's like each character has a problem that affects their life and that it stays consistent throughout the show yeah so the equivalent of the of the former version of what you're talking about where they keep stacking them would be like if uh, in a show like this if they had all their own hobbies but they kept adding hobbies like every week they're like now i'm also into building fucking gundams and shit in my garage yeah and oh but look now i'm a retro gamer otaku yeah that wouldn't work as well for otaku because they're like i I think the point is you're supposed to have a specialty right yeah because i think that's the thing is to me it's like some of the stuff they talk about in there i'm like oh that's all very interesting but that's also Mm -hmm. because i like japanese shit you I'm know? sure they're a generalist otaku. There's ones that like, you know, they'll they like the video games and cosplay and yaoi and yeah. like building making Gundam and whatever. Like they they're probably generalist Bravo. ones who like a little bit of everything. Yeah, but I was just saying that in the uh in this show there's a moment where uh he brings up something or she or someone brings up something and she's like, I don't care about that. And I was like, Right, you can be an otaku and not care about games. Like yeah. I forgot that that's a possible thing. Um, and yeah, yeah. We, we know you have you have subsets. There's yeah. gonna be subsets. We know from Oshibudo that uh, they have a term for people who follow idol groups but mm-hmm. aren't into any specific girl. Mm-hmm. That they have their own term for like a uh, a master of none or whatever, mm. uh, jack of all idols. So there's probably terms for otaku who are more generalist, mm-hmm. and they probably get laughed at. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, so I would call this. This is sort of like a seinen show or maybe a i wouldn't call it um a shoujo show but it's it's for uh adults i think because it depicts office life of people in their mid or late 20s and it is a comedy and a romance so it's for grown-ups it's nice it is nice there's no plot though like what's happening nothing's happening just so far we don't know because it is called Love is Hard for Otaku. It doesn't seem to be that hard for them. Right. So far, <laughs> it's kind of well, like... Go ahead, Miles. There, Like, there is some progression. Like, they do... I was surprised that they immediately decided to start dating because I figured that mm. it would be a will-they-won't-they they kind of show. Yeah, same. But I think it's going to be more about, like, the difficulties of her accepting that this guy just sort of likes her for who she is. Because she mm. seems ashamed of being in Otaku. Yeah. 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 And I, well, I, I wonder and kind of hope that there's some drama because she seems to want a guy that is not in Otaku, but she does. But accept he's so him. good for her. Yeah. He'll, he'll come with her to the, well, to the convention and sit and sit in her seat. But I hope that, but I hope that she does falter a little bit when she meets like a normie guy 
mm. who's just cute and put together and stuff. Well, she said that this guy's not her type mul- in multiple times. She says specifically that the other guy is her type She in, says in well, front of them. Episode one, she says this guy's not her type. Episode two, she says the other guy's her type. She so, does also in episode one, though, she lifts up his glasses and she's like, yeah, yeah, you're all right. But then I guess she's like, you're not my type. Yeah. But it, it didn't seem like a total like, ew, no. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's like she's not doesn't quite sound like she 100% is into him. Mm. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right, though, Jackie, that it is. It's really vignette. Mm. It feels like just uh, it and, and it makes it feel weirdly like there's some sections of it where just nothing happens. So it's not like it's a big dramatic show where we're like waiting for the next thing to happen. It's just it's kind of slice of lifey. Yeah. yeah, which I do like. And I like I like workplace I like workplace comedies because yeah. I just do. Um so like I like a Gretzko and Office Space <laughs> Parks and Rec. I like how uh how how nice they are to, to Or the office rather. To but, her yeah. as a as well Parks and Rec's also a workspace, I think. Right. But I said say. I said office space when I meant the office. Oh office space is good too. Yeah. Um but I like that they wait if she has to do overtime, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean like I think I would wait for good friends as well, but not every time. Yeah. Sometimes someone's like, oh, I, I, you know, talk too much or whatever. I couldn't finish my work. And I'd be like, well, uh, I'll be out and about. Just let me know if you yeah. want to come out. And, you know, I don't know if that I'd sit there. I'm going to go to the arcade. I'll meet you. Yeah. <laughs> meet well, me there. Meet me yeah, there. If you're, you're lucky done. enough to work in a city, especially. You yeah. Know, if you're going to drive 40 minutes home, you know, that's a little bit more of a fuck you. But if you're like, yeah, I'll be out there. I'm not going to watch you type. Um, so, yeah. Can I just say, Go first episode, it. my first impression when I saw this girl, and I know that the show is about a otaku, I didn't realize that she was an t- otaku because she's cute. And I was like, oh, she's a cutie and she has pink hair. And stereotypically, otakus can't also be babes. So I was like, is this like a beauty and the geek thing, which is like oh, okay. a reality show <laughs> where they pair up a, a nerd and a pretty girl who's like pretty and charming but kind of stupid and like i'm like is this going to be that situation where it's like how are they going to get along and work together but no they're just they're both nerds and he's cute too yeah everybody's cute good for them man it's interesting to hear that the red-haired guy is young joseph because i think the red-haired guy has a really good voice and it seems kind of deep and stuff it doesn't feel playful the way joseph uh joestars did so that's really cool that that's the same actor. Great range. Yeah, I, don't, I love I love range. Um, that's why I listen to Radiohead. You know, look 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 at the range on that guy. Um, yeah, I don't know if this is like a four panel a Yon Koma situation. I don't think it is. I think the characters are good though. The characters make me want to watch, even though there's not a plot. Like I like the characters. Yeah, and I am. I think the like nerdy video game guy is cool and cute and kind of funny that he's i don't know just kind of stuck in his video game world and i like the boss lady i don't she's not she's not the boss i guess but like the tall lady with the big boobs who's she seems very authoritative hana she does and i don't know i just i really like her she seems just she just seems cool yeah super cool i feel like i'd be I don't know. I would like want to be your friend, but I'd be afraid to not afraid to talk to her. But like kind of like when when you meet like a celebrity or something, you're like, I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I really like her. 
Yeah. The, I would fangirl her like really hard. I'd be like, I'm, I love you. I'm your uh, biggest fan. I was also worried a little bit when, and maybe, maybe a little disappointed to find that uh, her boyfriend, it turns out, who also works at the office. So it's two couples that mm-hmm. all work in the same office. And they're all otaku and they're friends. But they're not though. The red haired guy isn't an otaku. I think he is. We just don't know it yet. Kabakura? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think was... he has. He, he, when they were going manga shopping, he was like, I like my own things, but I like to shop by myself. Yeah, he likes manga. Yeah, but they, a lot of people in Japan like manga. It's not unusual mm. to see like just a salary man who might not be an otaku just reading on the bus a comic. Are you gatekeeping? Okay. <laughs> I'm not. I'm saying it's the opposite. Let him be a nerd. No, you're trying to write your headcanon into this show. He's a Japanese man who likes to buy his own manga. That's not nerd, necessarily. Look, he can be a nerd, too. Oh, Just God. Just because I'm he's gonna... not as serious as you are. I'm not that serious. I don't go buying shit. Mm. I don't do that. You know? I don't Mark, go manga you shopping. You be open about buying shit if you want. I-, I, have bought, I have bought some shit. I have done it. Okay, fine. Are you happy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping he's a normie because it's nice to have that contrast, you know, yeah. of someone who's just kind of like, well, what does it fucking matter if it's been opened or not? Or, you know, just whatever. Or, you know, to hear if he's like talking to her about cosplaying and he's like, what does it matter about the wig or whatever? Yeah. And, and then, you know, to hear her explain, because I love insights into subcultures, you know, to hear her explain like, well, here's why the wig matters, you know, the most in cosplay or something. I'm making yeah. that up. Yeah, uh, I think that would be fun to see. And yeah, I would like to see more of a plot. I don't see this show as really developing one, you know, because mm-hmm. they already did in like episode two, was it that they go to Komiket and she's like the author there? Yeah, because we've seen that. And I think we've seen that in other anime. Maybe I'm thinking of Genshiken, mm-hmm. which we didn't watch for the pod, but is excellent where we have we, the, should. we have the arc of characters writing their own comics and being like, fuck, am I going to make the deadline? Are we going to be able to get mm. there? And that does happen, but it happens in like an instant in the, the second episode of the show. So I wonder if they will build any serious tension or if it will take real twists and turns romantically. Maybe will there be breakups and makeups? Mm, maybe they'll switch you... off. Oh, the shit. Wife swap. Let's do That's it. That's what I think. That's what I think because uh, if the red hair guy is her type and they're both kind of more like at least like they don't want to be as otaku as she doesn't want to be an otaku so maybe she'll end up with him because he's her type and then the video game guy could end up with the boss lady yeah she's a very serious otaku she seems like famous a little bit she's a little bit famous in the cosplay world so in the first also he likes boobs Uh, that's the other reason i think they're gonna swap fucking Oki Opaiski, yeah. He likes boobs, and the uh, boss lady has some big boobies. Yeah, some real jugs or knots. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody in the show comments on it, almost. Yeah. Um, the first episode is her starting her job and kind of hinting like, uh, oh yeah, I hope the same thing that happened in my last job doesn't happen here. And we later piece together that uh, she was she's a big otaku and she was dating someone while pretending to be a normie and then he found out she was an otaku and i think he didn't want to keep dating her right mm-hmm. and they broke up and it got really awkward for her so she quit um which hanak hanako mentions she's like it's weird that you're starting a job at this this isn't usually the hiring season which is a weird concept to me the idea yeah. of the hiring season I, I think we've addressed that on here i don't know um and you know but you know she kind of plays it cool and doesn't 
give her whole story. And then what's funny is the guy she ends up dating at the end of episode one, uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. Um, but he, uh, he was like her childhood friend. And so she sees him and calls out to him, uh, Hirotaka. She calls out to him and then she kind of realizes that like, oh shit, he might blow my cover as a nerd. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to like invite him to lunch so we can just end on that and the conversation will be over. And so she's like, yeah, we'll meet up and go out to dinner or something or go out to lunch later. Okay, see you, bye. And as they (laughs) walk away, he's like, hey, are you going to Comiket this year? Uh, Which is really funny. And at first I thought like, why would he be that dumb? Mm -hmm. But when you learn that like, yeah, the other two either are otaku or they know what it's like to date an otaku. Mm-hmm. It's totally fine for him to ask that, but she's yeah. mortified. <laughs> but I like uh, how uh, the main character realizes that Hana is also an otaku because she's like, because she just notices like a, a tiny bit of recognition in her eyes when she hears mm-hmm. Kamiket. And that makes yeah. her want to approach Hana and find out if she is an otaku. Yeah, and I thought it was pretty cute when she goes to approach her at like the lunch at like the break room and she kind of just peers around the corner and then kind of just slowly walks over to her uh, and sees that she's looking at a cosplay like of two masculine characters. Uh, but in her head, uh, Narumi, the main character, is like, oh yeah, that's that's a famous woman doing that cosplay, so-and-so. And then she realizes that Hana is that famous cosplayer. <gasps> Amazing. Oh my God. And Hana knows who Narumi is because Narumi has written uh, Boys Love comics. Mm-hmm. And, and she she used to write under a different pseudonym they kept like be- bleeping it out i don't know yeah. if it was a dirty pseudonym or something because she was like i don't use that name anymore um so yeah they kind of find out that uh you know the, her senpai the you know the lady that had been working there already is also an otaku who likes to cosplay uh her old childhood friend who becomes her boyfriend in a in a very smooth pitch by him after yeah. they've been out drinking uh he's an otaku and the red-haired guy is a boyfriend of the cosplay otaku, and we don't know yet if he's any kind of nerd. But I think um, he is. But uh, yeah, at the end of episode one is where uh, Hirotaka, they go out drinking, and then he's like, you know, uh, she's like, I need your help with something. And then you see that she's just trying to get rare drops in Monster Hunter. They're mm-hmm. both playing on their, I guess, what are supposed to be switches. And he helps her with it. They're like out late at this izakaya. And uh, the waiter says like, oh, and for your boyfriend? And she's like, he's not my boyfriend. And we mentioned it before, but, you know, she like looks at his face under the glasses and is like, nah, you're not it. And towards the end, after they've had a bunch of drinks, he's like, why not me? Mm. He's like, he's like, you're so stupid. (laughs) He says that. Yeah, he's like, you're stupid. You're stupid. Why not me? That's funny. Um, But he's just like, I will, you know, I will always protect you. I will never judge you. I'll stay for you when you work overtime because he did that already. You know, mm-hmm. she worked overtime once or twice and he's it's so sweet. He stayed there and he's like, I'll help you get rare drops in Monster Hunter. They're so cute. And uh, she was like, and he's like, also, I will be your assistant when you go to Kamiket next time and need someone to watch the booth or mm-hmm. whatever. Need someone to hand out stuff. And she was like, okay, you're hired. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, I was like, is she just hiring him for the assistant? But it was clear like, oh no, they're going to date. Mm-hmm. But, but it is sort of tented because in episode two they're like avoiding each other or she's avoiding him it was very yes. like middle school yeah she feels awkward about it and they work together that is kind of weird well yeah but it is also like in middle school and stuff where you would be like formally you'd be like do you want to date <laughs> you know and then you'd have to uh i guess yeah you know you would you would 
officially date before uh getting very close to one another mm-hmm. and then you'd be like shit how does Will this you work? be my girlfriend jackie and i were kind of like that too though yeah we kind of dated and we we're like what do we do i was like what do i do yeah um but uh they we kind of find out in episode two or three like have not even been i don't know that they've even kissed or been intimate together no that's right? their, their first kiss is in ep three no that's definitely their first kiss okay yeah it's they make gotta, such a big deal of it anyway you gotta wait until the third episode because that's yeah they're like, like the third date but they're the like third episode dating officially but she's avoiding him because they're not super close to one another she's worried about how it might look in the office or what have you but uh there's this sort of yeah the problems with not being very communicative is that he kind of thinks like oh i thought you weren't into me anymore so but he's very like kind of passive and you know he wasn't like pissed about it he just was like oh okay i guess she doesn't want to see me yeah. So once they actually talk about it, it's of course worked out. In that episode, they—that's when that there's that conflict when she blurts out that she the or the redheaded guy is more her type. But and then like the conversation's overlaid with like a dating sim sort of thing, and yeah. I didn't really know what was going on because I've never played a dating sim. Oh, that actually felt more RPG-ish to me. Oh, right, the runaway, the fight, or whatever, like those little dialogues. Yeah. Yeah, they've made some dating sim jokes like, about roots that I didn't yeah, get either. Like there's different routes to go to, to go on. Yeah, yeah, they're like, oh, you you took this route or whatever, and yeah. I don't I don't quite get that. It makes sense. Um, there's like you know it's like a it's like a tree of like you know there's different ways that you can go. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. the name of the roots I think might be tropes that I don't catch. Mm, okay. I could be wrong. Um, there's a few cultural references in here that one was like, I know this is a cultural reference, but I don't get it. And the other I did get when she thinks that he's pissed off at her, when uh, Narumi thinks Hirotaka is pissed off at her. When we look up at him across the office, his hands are, are, are clasped in front of his face and his glasses are reflective. He looks like Gendo and uh, red haired guy. What's his name? Nam- Nabakura. What the mm-hmm. fuck is it? Um, what is it? Kabakura is standing next to him with his arms behind his back, just like Fuyutsuki. And the thing that I only noticed when I rewound it to look at it again was that they added a big like timpani sound, a big epic drum, Mm. which is the Evangelion soundtrack. Because like the rest of the show doesn't sound like it at all. Just that like boom, 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 (laughs) boom, boom. Um, And then I don't know what, what it is, but like the two girls look at each other and 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 Hana goes to say kabakura and then she's like kaba and then she's like mm, fuyutsuki <laughs> like i was like wait are they is she about to say something about him or was she just like breaking the fourth wall a bit to kind of be like what's that character's name um then the other reference i didn't quite get was when they're first hanging out together at his apartment and they're getting the asahi super dry out mm-hmm. of the fridge yeah. the they um, kept like finishing the sentence like super dry <laughs> She would yeah. be like, Dry. she would stretch it out and roll her R's. And like, mm-hmm. that just has to be from a commercial or something. Maybe they have a cat doing it. But uh, I suspect there are many references that we didn't get in the show. Yeah. That's the thing is, as after the Eva one and that, I was like, shit, I, sh- I need to pay attention more. And anything I don't get is probably a reference to something. Um, And, you know, it's it's this kind of show could fall into the trappings of like just a cultural reference fest not just in terms of media properties but also being like you know how you're an otaku and this happens Mm -hmm. to you like don't we all get that and that 
Uh, that's you still- might be an otaku. <laughs> if you wait all night online to get the first edition of this thing, you might be an otaku. You might be an otaku. Otaku kamoshirenai. <laughs> I think is how you might say that in Japanese. Um, but, uh, you know, and I would watch it, by the way, even if it was just that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would prefer it if there's also like nice storylines in there. You know, a character development or just, uh, you know, p- perils of romance. Maybe they have to meet each other's parents or something, and that's fun. Maybe one of them wants to move uh, because there's a career opportunity or something, you know. So I, I'm, I'm curious to see how deep this goes or how much it is just sort of like fun romantic stuff with, you know, otaku, real life otaku perils and cultural references thrown in. I'm you fine with either, a- but yeah. You said it's adopted from a webcomic, right? Yes. I don't remember if it's actually gotten any um, real-world equivalent publication, but why do you ask? Because uh, I feel like that format might lend itself more to like a lot of one-off stories rather than arcs. You know I mean? Because you don't know how long you'll be going for. But maybe yeah. that's off-base. Mm. I don't know. So it began serialization in Comic Pool, which is a joint web manga publication project by Ichijinsha, no idea what that is, and Pixiv uh, in 2015. And then Ichijinsha began publishing the manga in print and 10 volumes have been published. Oh, that's quite a bit. Um, but that doesn't mean that it is like... A, so it's not like it's it's a weekly comic that might follow certain rules, but it is getting volumes, which feels like, yeah, they could definitely do big plot lines. Um, but I think that it is ending soon. I saw on the subreddit people being like, oh no, this chapter that's coming out is going to be the last one. Um, but I dodged all spoilers. So don't worry. Nice going, Neo. Thanks. So yeah, I, I have uh, some hopes for this this show and I'm I'm interested in continuing to watch it. I guess I Where would. Where do you keep your porn stash? Ooh. It's all digital. Well, what would they find if, you know? What? I don't know, if some girls went through your room. What would they find? My medications. <laughs> That's like the only secret in my room. That's it. Okay. And like probably stuff I should have thrown out a long time ago. You've seen I, it. Yes. I thought that was off base. Uh, but I liked that, that Hannah insisted that he had one and she was like, paper media will never die. And I was like, yes. What a weird <laughs> stance to take. <laughs> that was that was funny. I, th- I I think they mean like specifically for otaku too. Like uh, like otaku are gonna have. Did, did they ever actually find any magazines or anything? No, right? No, no, I don't think so. They just found the dolls. Yeah, they did the, have booby the figures. The figures. Yeah, I'm glad there wasn't a joke the about. It's funny that she turned them around. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, because he was like, yeah, I don't have anything to hide. I was I was waiting though to see if like they'd leave the room and he would just like touch a ceiling tile or something and a bunch of porn falls out, you know? <laughs> like he actually hit it really well. Um Yeah, I I thought that was also weird, but I thought it was like weirdly uh because it's like a weirdly horny thing, even if she was just doing it to to have fun. It's like a little bit like, hang on, I don't want you to see what my significant other looks at for porn. Why well, you don't mm-hmm. get to look at that. But uh for me as a spectator watching a show, I was like, ooh, how horny. <laughs> yeah figure it out so that was fun where do you hide your porn miles wait a minute it's all digital baby yeah it's gotta be In these the people cloud. are weird thanks jeff bezos 
Yeah. Which is how we watch this show, by the way. We watch this on Bezos's cloud. Or as I like to call it, Amazon Prime. Jesus, Bezos's TV. Zos. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. That's all coming out. That was a fucking mouth fucking mess. Um, let me see what I got. Oh, a man sings the opening theme. I feel like that's always notable. I feel like that's rare. Mm, you know? It's usually women. I feel like it's usually women singing these openings. Sisters are doing it. No. Brothers are doing it. Mm. Um, let's see. Oh, I love uh, in episode two when there's a little bit of this sort of like, well, how come they're not talking to each other? Like, is she mad at him? Is he mad at her for not coming up to him and, and being friendly with him? Or why is she avoiding him? When they get to the elevator and he like puts his hand uh, near hers, he like says to her like, hey, if you needed me to give you space or whatever whatever he just gives like a very empathetic yeah. sort of like non-judgmental like speech that's like very romantically intelligent emotionally intelligent it's so sweet and then she kind of turns to the camera or says he didn't say that like it was a fantasy i love yeah. that he turns to the camera and is like i did not say that <laughs> and then but what did he say because it seemed like the conversation kept going from there i don't remember did he say something i don't know it's it, it didn't seem like he didn't it didn't seem like he it seemed like he said something <laughs> yeah i feel like i remember him saying something that was much simpler much yeah. more reduced in terms of emotionality mm. i really like that character i just think it's fun to see a man in a suit playing video games mm. yeah yeah you should probably go to japan because i think like the standard there is still everyone has to wear a suit but then They'll be like reading manga or playing a game on their phone on the bus. Maybe they'll break out a Switch. I don't know. I'm going to start uh, wearing a suit. Yeah. You say that now, but think about all the humidity. Ugh. You could just wear it at home, I guess, and be like, Q, I'm dressing up for you because I want to be your formal dad. Nice. Um, although technically suits aren't formal, right? Only tuxedos are formal. Suits are semi-formal. Casual is a button-down. <sighs> Anyway, at one point, one of them says Donghei, and then the other one's like, what did you just say? What language was that even? Mm. The only thing I, 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 I pick up for Donghei is a South Korean singer-songwriter, so I wonder if maybe one of them said something that was like a, sounded like it was lyrics from a song or something. Um, one moment I love is uh, when they're looking at all four of them, um, you find that Hana is a is a Asuka fan for Evangelion. They don't mm -hmm. say like, here's their things in Evangelion. They just say mm -hmm. um, that Nudemi, I believe, likes Rei the best. Yes. Hana likes Asuka the best. Mm -hmm. uh, Kabakura, I'm sorry, this is my own judgment, but I, I might be right. He is a Madi fan, and I think that's because he's a normie, that he likes a girl from the, the uh, movies, mm -hmm. the modern like Eva remakes. Mm -hmm. uh, and then just because he's such a super nerd, uh, Hirotaka is a stand for Eva Unit 01. Mm -hmm. Like the robot, not anybody piloting it or anything. Yes. Uh, I thought that was a very funny, just sort of like setup of like, who likes what? And then twist. He likes the fucking robot. I think the, the girl who likes Ray and the girl who likes Asuka, I think it's interesting because it matches kind of who they're dating a little bit. Like, Ray is a little bit more like the um, video game otaku in that he's a little bit more serious and stoic. 
Yeah, he's, a, he's of, more reserved. And not, and a little, like, not, like, socially good. <laughs> and <laughs> and and the uh, the girl who's dating the normie guy is, he's, like, a redhead. And, he's a redhead, yeah. And uh, he's, he's more social and more like Asuka. And he's louder. Know? Louder, yeah. And he also goes, Antabaka! No. He does that. No. Okay. Well, he plays Twister with Shinji, right? There's no Shinji. Well, I don't know what I drew on the TV, but it looked like Shinji to me. Anyway, I like Ray the best. So I'm, I guess, I'm I'm the main girl in the show. Ray is like... Ray's the best! But she's like an empty vessel that you just... I know. Maybe you put nice things... But I want, I want, I want to love her. Okay. That's fair. You want to fill that vessel. Yes. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like, I really like robotic characters in shows. Like, I want... I want to understand them, you know? Fill me to the brim. I want to understand them and love them and make them feel human. So I have a question about all these refs. So it should I just assume that everyone in, who's watching the show loves Eva as much as the characters love Eva? Like, do they, does everyone get these references? Everyone, I think, knows those references. Okay. They they might not be they might not have watched Eva or they might not like it, but it's it's well definitely bigger than a which Sex in the City character are you, you know? But like a similar phenomenon. I'm trying to think of, a, of an equivalent in our American brains. I'm a Samantha. I guess it would be if Harry Potter were even bigger and you were like mm. you're a fucking Gryffindor kid, aren't you? Mm. You know, or something like that. But even mm. office. Yeah, which office character are you? What kind of Pokemon do you play? Just like a big mm-hmm. thing that you kind of are like, right, of course, you like that character. Everybody, everybody knows what this is, yeah. Yeah, but again, I can't think of anything that I think is as monolithic for otaku as Evangelion. Evangelion mm-hmm. is the Friends of Japan. Yeah. I was just thinking Friends. I was thinking Friends too, but it doesn't quite fit to me. Do people really say like, oh, you're Shinji's a Joey. like, we were on a break. <laughs> He's like, I was on my second break. Um, but, uh, fucking, uh, do people say like, you're such a Joey or whatever? No, people don't do that. I yeah. was just thinking cause it's like as old as friends, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. All right. Anyway. Um, there's a reference to something where they say devil's whisper. I think when Hana is like whispering behind, I think she's whispering behind Narumi. Mm. There's a Japanese novel from the 80s called Devil's Whisper. I'm not sure if that's what that is. Devil's Whisper. Was that supposed to be like Careless Whisper? Yes. Okay. I also like in, in episode two when uh, Hirotaka is watching her booth. Uh, there's a creepy guy that they call Mob Ojisan, As though I guess like Mob is like just a low level enemy that shows up in RPGs. And he's just being like, oh, do you... You know, he, what does he ask him? He says something about like, how do you feel? Do you read these books or something? And he's rubbing his hands. Mm-hmm. And Hirotaka says something like, wow, he really likes rubbing my hands. And then I think he's just like, oh, I'm being sexually assaulted or something like that. It's just like, he's very chill about being mm-hmm. kind of creepily groped just along mm-hmm. his hands. But it was definitely a weird encounter the way that guy was talking to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that scene is like great too. I like how they besmirched the fans of, of yaoi manga. Uh, remind me what besmirched means. Like insulted, you know? Well, it's just the one 
fan who does that. Everyone else, like, you know, she says, like, oh, thank you. I remember you here last time and stuff. That's true, but they're all women. Yeah. Like, this guy in particular is a creep because he's a guy for liking it. Well, men are creeps. I don't like it. I tend to grope people's hands. No, you don't. In public. Oh, okay. Still? Yeah, yeah, Miles, I'm still doing that. (laughs) You remember me. We went to school. They would say, Mark, you're making people uncomfortable. Stop doing it. You didn't even need to make contact in the first place. No. Uh, And I'm no longer joking about that. I'm done with that. That life is behind me. The jokes, I mean. I never did it. Uh, I didn't take any notes on episode three. I think I just sat there and enjoyed it. I have notes. What you got? Um, well, she's making a manga, and this is the this is when she's she goes to the episode three is when she goes to Comicet, and she has a booth. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I just didn't delineate that this is episode three. Okay, got but it. I think we didn't talk about how um um the girl what's her name Hana yeah is um cosplaying and she has a bunch of fangirls around her. So that's cool. Yeah, um, and her boyfriend. They 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 ask uh, her boyfriend like, "How do you feel about all these like fangirls all around and taking pictures of your your girlfriend?" And he's like, "I try not to look." <laughs> and I thought that was funny. But he's like, he doesn't look at the fa- he doesn't pay attention to he d- to not get jealous. He just doesn't look at all the people that are like swarming his girlfriend. Yeah, so that was funny. Um, and it's it's also a a, a parallel to um. One of them, the other couple feels jealous, right? I think that like Hirotaka feels himself feeling jealous mm-hmm. of all the people who are being like, I love your art to Narumi, yeah. I think. And he then goes for she, a smoke because he's mm. addicted to nicotine. And then she feels jealous when she hears that uh, these girls walk by and they're like, did you hear there's a handsome guy selling boys yeah. love manga over yeah. there? And she says that she's there to like protect his dignity or whatever. But I also have to think she's like, oh shit, all these girls yeah. are going to love my boyfriend. yeah. Um, but yeah, then all we find out is that just some creepy dude massaged his hands. Yeah. Um, and then later, uh, they're at work and he's like, oh yeah, let's go back to my place or whatever. And she takes it as like a, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna have sex for the first time or something. It's a, you know, I think he says that it's a sleepover or something. And she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, what kind of, well, she's like trying to remember what color underwear she's wearing. And like, that's a whole thing where like. She's like trying to remember and like she goes she goes to the bathroom to check and then she forgets to check. she forgets to look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then when they go back to her uh back to his apartment it looks like he's about to kiss her cuz he comes up real close to her and she's like, "Oh, we're going to kiss for the first time." And I guess. And she says like, "I I forgot he was a man." Yeah. And she but she remembered that her underwear was beige. Um and In then that moment, and then yeah. she was then she kind of blurts out um maybe we should come back next time when it's pink or or, or something like that i like yeah, should come yeah. back next time when it's pink or she's like if i had pink ones or something yeah and then he's but he's just reaching behind her to grab some wemotes yeah <laughs> white white wemotes and he's like i don't have pink wemotes ah uh, yeah. yeah yeah so that's the joke it was a good joke uh it is it, it's a little bit like he must have had to want to get close to her to some degree, right? You can't be yeah. like so clueless that you would, you know, just reach past someone. Yeah. For most. I guess unless you be feels, that close to them. Unless you're like, you feel really comfortable with them. Yeah. You know? But it was a little bit like, was he making like a pre-move move to get that close to her face? And then be like, ah, yeah, it faked you out. Just getting video game stuff. Yeah. But like that, that whole scene, like she forgets what, 
she she's just like super nervous and she says something like weird that she's like oh yeah when i uh go when you go to somebody's apartment don't you always try to like smell it and he's like what does my apartment smell weird right <laughs> he, he thinks she's talking about his cigarette habit but she's just being like no no the smell of your apartment it's like you but yeah and he's like, do you want to shower? And she's like, oh, already? <laughs> he's like, oh, so we're doing this. And he's like, uh, I, I don't even, he, I think he's completely oblivious to what she thinks is happening. Yeah. Well, he just says you're sweaty. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you, didn't you say you were sweaty from work or whatever? Um, is it weird that everyone came over and immediately showered? Oh, yeah, that's right. They all like took baths because they were going to sleep over. So people, people bathe at night. I yeah, think, in Japan, they, they bathe at night. Yeah. So I guess it's customary that if you were going to have people over, you can be like, go hit the showers, champ. And you slap their butt with a towel. Sometimes I bathe at night. Yeah. I feel like when I shower later in the day, I definitely feel cleaner waking up. But then I'm also like, you probably don't smell as good until you shower. Go fucking shower. Well, I can't it helps do you it. wake up too. Yeah. But I never want to, you know, I'm never awake enough to be like, go pick clothes, go wash, mm-hmm. stand in place. Yeah. Sucks. If I shower at night, it makes me nice and sleepy. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. I do love that feeling. I got to do it twice now. I got to do it morning and night. People do it. My skin's going to fall off. Yeah. Um, I also wrote that he has a Roomba, which I think, well, it's not, it's not a Roomba. It's a whatever, a, a robot vacuum probably a numba yeah considering did you write down the name of the cigarettes in this show oh they were like they were not marlboros they were like nalboros or something they were like marl kokoros like yeah. they had a heart in them or something it was yeah. really oh. cumbersome but it was supposed to be marlboro um the other thing i wrote down is that um we got a flash because she uh, i don't remember why but like she she asks him a question and, and or he tries to ask her I don't know something about like do you remember the first time that you or do you remember how you got into whatever being an otaku um, something I don't know they ask each other something and then later on he comes back to it and he's like um, you know there was this girl who would always trade with me because she wanted the cute characters and I right the they have like collectible characters. pencils or something yeah yeah some kind of character collectibles it's it seems like when they were little their like nerdiness complemented each other yeah know? oh yeah i didn't think of it that way you know because like like she wanted what he didn't want and he wanted what she didn't care about so. or she wanted what he had yeah and he was fine to give her yeah what he had and take from her what he wanted similar to their qualities you know he wanted her quality whatever you get it yeah yeah. Um, which also means that he just ripped her off as a child. Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering. That's what it seemed like at first. I was like, wait, so she just wanted the cute characters. She didn't care how powerful, if they were powerful. But then I realized it was pens. So like them being powerful doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah. So, and he was like, you had all kinds of interests. So you probably forgot about that. But I only, like, I guess he was like just an ot- otaku and she had like friends and like other interests. So, um, she like forgot about stuff like that. Yeah, um, like, I, I think it was like, do you remember the first time we met? And he's like, this is this is how we met. Um, and then he goes to to kiss her, and she headbutts him because it was something about like I don't remember something about a like equivalent exchange or whatever. It was he kind of slightly tricked her to kiss her or something, or he kissed her out of nowhere, and she yeah. was like, that was unexpected. Yeah, and that was I, unfair. 
And then, yeah, and he said something about, like, yeah, I was being unfair. And then she said, like, fair attack or unfair. And she headbutted him. Yeah. I guess it was just, like, her response to the awkwardness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then they're both just sitting there holding their foreheads because they hurt. We also learned that the other couple has a, a cu- couple's necklace. Yes. Which is cute. It's cute. I didn't know that was a thing. I've, I've seen, like, friendship necklaces, friendship bracelets and stuff. But, like, yeah, couples, I guess you can buy a couple's necklace at Claire's or whatever. <laughs> it seems like a middle school thing to have I a couple's necklace. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, but I'll, yeah. I'll say it now. Yeah, I felt like, I was like, aren't they too old for that kind of thing? But yeah. maybe in Japan you do that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you, though, that for, like, a, I don't remember, I felt too old, but at some point in our relationship, before we were engaged, my mm-hmm. mom was like, you should buy her a... A promise uh, ring or something? A promise ring. Oh, that's and funny. I was like, what are we, like, Christian camp kids? What is this <laughs> shit? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. We're dating. Yeah. There's plenty of promise here. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah. You should give me your letterman's jacket. That's what you should have done. Well, I should fucking run for once in my life. <laughs> Probably what I should do to get a fucking jacket for some kind of sports. Do they have sports for cyber sports? Can I get a jacket for Just that? Just get an esports jacket. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I'd, I'd rather die. In the high school of the future... The nerds are the jocks. <laughs> That's like already true. Like the fucking, a lot of the guys who are like good at esports strike me as dicks. Mm. Sorry. Let me get off my cyber soapbox here. Sorry to all the guys who are good at esports that listen to this podcast. Yeah, Guess what? The, gate, dicks. the gatekeeping has just been reinforced. Even if you play hardcore games, you're a normie now. <laughs> okay. I have to change gamers somehow. Like otaku have changed into wotaku. I have to be like a gomer. A gomer instead of know? gamer? And be like, uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Madden doesn't count or whatever. Whatever gatekeeping technology I want to come people up with. Already, people already do that with, with like Madden doesn't count or whatever. If you play one game, it doesn't count. Yeah, but it kind of does. I mean, it, it does count to me if you play Madden. It is weird that when you think about like yeah. my dad playing solitaire on his computer every day of his fucking life, but it's like he's not paying attention to what happens with consoles and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not tuned into that. He's a yeah. gamer, baby. Yeah. Boy. It, well, really, everyone's a gamer because everyone plays games. You know, everybody. Like, you're playing Solitaire, you're playing a fucking Candy yeah. Crush or whatever. Like, everyone's playing. Everybody plays games. Is God a gamer? Yes, God is a gamer. Wow. And we're, and we're, we're the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, we're black and white. <laughs> what like chess pieces no like the game black and white oh yeah 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 okay and you play gods yeah there's there's lots of games where you do that all right do we have any more thoughts miles do you have any notes that we haven't addressed um it's just this is just about accepting yourself for who you are right you have to like you for you yeah, but I didn't like this because I didn't get the references. <laughs> no, I liked mm-hmm. it, <laughs> but okay. I didn't get the references. Yeah, you got to find for us, Miles. You got to find the Asahi Super Dry commercial. Okay. That's what I task you with. Um, but yeah. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I would recommend this show unless you're someone who needs like a hardcore shonen action in every, in every show. Um, if you're an adult, you should watch this show. I think it's a good show for adults. It's yeah, really there if, you hasn't, a, if you have a job. Yeah, there hasn't been too much stuff specifically about the workplace mm-hmm. so far. Like, I feel like this could also double for people who are in a academic program. Mm. Hopefully they do also do work kind of stuff like that soon too. But yeah, if you've thought about relationships where 
where you're technically shitting where you eat, if you know that phrase. Um, dating someone you work with. I think or that's dangerous, by the way. I'm like generally against that. I don't think you should date people that you work with. I think it's a bad idea. I kind of agree, but at the same time, Things sometimes get too you messy. see people and you're like, that's all they have time for sometimes. It's, it's messy and then you have to keep seeing them even when you break up. No, you change departments. You change um, apartments? Departments. 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 Okay. Um, but sometimes like, where do you spend most of your time? Where are you going to bond with people the most? It's going to be at work. Mm-hmm. You know, it should be avoided. But what if someone's really hot? People and date gotta, at my job. We've had people like get married. I Oh, okay. At, at, job, at my job. I'm against it, though. I think you should wait until one of you leaves. No. I think you got to wait until one of you leaves. But people no. have found love, Jackie. Well, they can find love later by waiting until one of you leaves the company. Are you jealous or something? Just What are you talking it. about? Because it's like you're saying you should I wait and you're bad. against it. But you're, you, if, when you explained it, it sounded like you were against it for their own well-being. Like it gets messy and blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes. But you say you're against it. It sounds like you don't like other people doing it like in front of you. Oh no, whatever. If people, if people if people are dating and that's I mean that's their problem. It's not my problem. Yeah. But like I don't think it's a good idea. I think it, people should should be aware just, of what they're going there's into. There's just too much risk involved and I'm I'm risk averse. So Uh that's weird cuz you dated me. But You're not a risk. Oh, You're easy. I'm a huge risk. <laughs> um but uh they uh fucking uh I think yeah, if people are going to date at work, someone should at least make it like explain to them if they've never had a work relationship to know like what all the pitfalls could be mm-hmm. you know and that's where you come in jackie that would be i come in i'm just gonna be like don't do it don't do it you should just like just work, don't do work it. for hr and you come out of nowhere and be like look if so and so fucks so and so from this department or whatever then you're gonna come in and you're still gonna have to sit next to them and think about how much they like sleeping with them more yeah. than you and then if everyone's doing it now like you know everybody's fucking business you know the whole fucking circle yeah like, oh, you know, it's no good. But, uh, yeah. So, people listening, we want to give you two points of advice. One, you might like this show if you're an adult and you're an otaku. You probably are. You're listening to a fucking anime podcast, for God's sake. And two... Don't date your coworkers. Don't shit where you eat. Yes. Unless... I think so, you can date your coworkers. Unless they're really special. No. Just be grown up about it. Yeah. No, I don't trust people to be grown ups. As soon as you're you know consummate you should just do the ron burgundy you just, and just gotta, yell that you made love to you everyone. just gotta like each other and be good friends and it'll be super cute and then one of you leaves company and then you start dating i also like when there's a secret romance though too i love finding out about it. i'm like oh my god they're <laughs> dating oh my god i like that but then if they break up then everybody knows you know yeah but everyone all your friends know when you break up with someone anyway yeah i guess you know you know what one point of advice you might enjoy the show. The other thing, shit whatever you want. Oh, man. You know? I don't know, man. Just everybody be careful, you know? Be careful, for sure. Be careful with your heart and other people's hearts. And your job. <laughs> and your job, yeah. And yeah. other people's jobs. But if you can, like, you know, bang a few people from different apartments, different uh, departments. Apartments. <laughs> I really said apartments that You're time. just like... Well, I guess it also applies to a, your apartment building too. But I'm more okay oh, that's with if you want to date if you want to date people in your apartment building. I think that's okay. Well, I was gonna say. Oh, you I just, think that's even worse. Really? Yeah, I think yeah. that's worse. Why is that worse? Because they know like, where you that's live. Whole, like you can quit your job much more easily than you can move. Mm, yeah, that's true. But you might not have to see and them. You have I to guess. encounter them in the elevator all the time. <laughs> Listen, yeah, we're like, going hey. to friend of the pod Vin's wedding. That was a workplace romance. 
Mm. True. They should have waited until one of them left. (laughs) Jackie's going to tell them the mistake they made. (laughs) No, it worked out. It worked out. They're getting married, so they're going all the way. But that's the thing. It's like... I. So I only support it if you're going to marry them. (laughs) Okay, Jackie should definitely switch to work in HR and be like, you guys are allowed to date in the company if you promise to get married. If you're dating, you're going to have to propose. Sorry, I don't make the rules. I mean, I do make the rules. Those are the rules. (laughs) And they're going to be at the next quarterly meeting you have to propose in front Mm -hmm. of everyone. So we all know. And you invite us all to the wedding because we like free food. Um, Anyway, that's this is all the tangent. Listen, love is in the air. Yeah. And it's under the desks. Under the tables. I don't know. Okay. Uh, any final thoughts? Cool show. Yeah. So that's been uh, our episode on Wotakoi. Love is hard for otaku. It is on Prime Video. Uh, or as it's also known, uh, Bezos TV Sos. No. Um, <laughs> we are JJB Pod on Twitter and Twitch. Been streaming more on Twitch. Uh, we had a very interesting variety stream last night. The VOD is probably up there. Jackie tried to play Soma, but uh, she got motion sickness, I know. unfortunately. What's wrong with me? That happens Not, to me some games. I think I may, have, I may have fixed it for you. I want you to try it off stream yeah. to see. I got rid of the bobbing because yeah. in Half-Life, they didn't have that shit. In Half-Life, you move, you move straight. The thing um, is, though, it takes me a while to realize that it's, you know what I mean? Like, I can start playing and be like, oh, I feel fine. And then like half hour later, an hour later, I'm like, oh, no. We'll just, we'll just circle the same area. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, and then we, we also played SNK Heroines on stream. And then I think I played Call of Duty. Didn't we play something else, Jackie? Mahjong. Well? We played some Mahjong if you wanted to. So we really got weebier and weebier as the, as the evening went on. Mm. Uh, and then I took it back to boring old Next Call time of we Duty. should play like a dating sim or something. We could. We could play. Yeah. And we'll learn about all the terms. We'll learn about all the roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll name all the characters Miles. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, twitch.tv slash jjbpod, patreon.com slash jjbpod. Questions, queries, comments can be sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, also there will be a episode of uh, a different podcast, Anime Addicts Anonymous, that I guested on. Uh, that should be coming out probably next week or so, uh, where we'll talk, uh, I talk with... Uh, some of the guys from over there about JoJo's for a bit. And then we also talk about current running anime 86, which is like a military-ish sci-fi weird anime show. Would we like it? I'm not entirely sure. Okay. It's military stuff. Like it's like this Republic is fighting against this n- nearby state. Mm. And there's like underclasses mm. that are being forced to be in the fucking robots. Oh, there's robots. They're not like... They're not mechs. Big robots, but they are robots. Okay. So, maybe you would though, because it sounds like it gets fucking nuts. Mm. Anyway, for for all of those things, wait till next episode. You know, we'll talk about all those things more. Listeners, write in. Write in if you think Miles should play Football Manager on our Twitch stream. Yes. (laughs) I'm writing in now. Yes. Okay. All right. Next week... We will be talking about, I think this is pronounced, Vivi Fluorite Eyes' song. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Vivi Fluorite Eyes' song. It's on Funimation. What is, is that like Mad Libs? We Doesn't will, make any sense. We will be watching episodes one to three and maybe four if we uh, have the time and want to. 
Thanks to our patrons for recommending this stupid sounding show. <laughs> yeah. Just the name sounds like Mad Libs, but maybe it's good. I have no idea what it's going to be about. Uh, it's going to be about somebody's eyes that are fluoride. Fluoride. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Talk Bye. to you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya.